You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Ponty. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here on our great community radio station is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. On today's show, we've got a great show for you. We've got Nick Doria, who won the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union race this week. We have Rod Churchill, triple-fed winner from the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation. We've got results from all over Australia and much more here on Pigeon Radio Australia for you today. So on with the show. And I've got to introduce one of our regular people that come to the studio with me every week, and that's this fellow right here. Come closer. I want to talk to you. I'm going to tell you an astounding story. The story of the Maltese falcon. 600 years, the falcon has carried the mystery of a fabulous wealth under its grotesque wing. For the Maltese falcon... Introducing, once again, to Pigeon Radio Australia, our regular and the original Maltese Falcon, Tony Barbara. Good morning, Tony, and welcome back to Pigeon Radio. How are you, mate? Good evening, good morning to you, good morning to all the listeners, and good morning to everybody around the world, and good morning, Joe. (laughs) Yeah, and talking about good morning, Joe... Folks, let's give him a warm welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. Introducing the one and only Pigeon Racing Italian Stallion, Joe Angelino. Mr. Joe Angelino is back in the studio again. 
Hello, Mr. Italian Stallion. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back. G'day, Ivan. G'day, Tony. How are you, guys? Yeah, good, mate. Good, good. good. good That's mate. the way. Been happening. You got third fed. Congratulations. We'll hear more about that later on with our correspondent from the Victorian Pigeon Organisation, and that's Paul Katsidis. But, yeah, congratulations thank for you. your thank third you. fed. Congratulations, John. Thank you very much, yeah, guys. Good no, no yeah. thank you very much. Mm. Yes. And you beat the missus. I told her. I said, I've got to beat you. The boys are giving it to me. I have to beat you. I said, I'm going to put the, I'm going to be, put the winning birds in. This week, woman's touch. It's her day. I know. You're right, Tony. She's going to she's gonna beat me this week. Yeah. I've got a funny feeling about it. Yeah. So, um, and you guys, well done to you guys too. You did all right too. Well done. Oh, thank you. Well done. Yeah, yes. not bad. Anyway, we've got good returns. So yeah, you've got them all. Complain. i got them all home. All, we all. can't complain on that. That's percent. Yeah. Now that's the main thing. Uh, we all all of us have had uh, good returns, all federations, which is good, and you can't ask for any better than that. That's right. All right. Um, yeah. What what else have we got to say? You got something to say, haven't you? Mr. Oh yes. English? I was, was going to say. I mean, look. While I'm talking, I'm looking on the wall, and I can see this photo, and I'm what, reading what the Usain De- Denny. Is it Usain Denny? Usain Denny. Because what? he went from Daniloquin. So uh, yeah. Well, I think uh, someone must have made a mistake with the velocity or something. Why? Why? Well, not the, the vol- how, what's it say? 2,410 metres a minute. Was that a mistake or what? No, that's what it was doing on the day. That is super fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Jeez. right, that yeah, yeah. That is a rocket. Yeah, yeah. So how long did he take to get home? How many hours? It's written there. I don't know now. Yeah. <laughs> I have to look it up. <laughs> Mate, that would have been a big... My eyesight's no good no, anymore. that's all right. That would have been a buzz and a half. Oh. Tell us a bit about that pigeon. Tell us a bit about well, the bird. Well, what happened with that pigeon? I was cleaning the stock loft, and I wasn't expecting the birds to come home that early. No way. So I was cleaning my stock shed. I come out of the stock loft, and I seen this bird sitting on the pad, and that was that bird. And then I went and had a look at the clock and saw the speed and I've had to look at the clock three times you know when I saw 2410 minutes <laughs> well, yeah. well like I said I had to take another look so tell us you were telling me you rang uh hey, rang I rang Peter. Peter what did Peter say that was funny <laughs> Peter went quiet for about three minutes <laughs> yeah what did he say did you make a mistake he said oh. you made a mistake that's a mistake that's <laughs> said, no it's not Peter it's doing 2410 minutes a minute so he went quiet for about three minutes, didn't answer me. He said, what? <laughs> you shocked him. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but that was a straight bird bred off Peter's pigeons. Straight off Peter's He's pigeons. He's got some good pigeons, that guy. I'll tell you yeah, right now. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, so. You remember when you bred a blueberry pie to me? Yeah. What, a couple of years ago? Yeah, that's and I, the same. I, I clocked her in the 500. Yeah, well, that's, that's that? off the same pair. That I pair. think 11 fat something, 11, nine something like that. Yeah, that's excellent, Tony. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, and I bred one for Charlie Camilleri, and he was like, he was... He done well with that one too? Third fed. Yeah, he, he was out the, front in the, out the front of the house. He wasn't expecting them either. Oh, no. And all of a sudden, these pigeons just circled, Circle, boom. Bang, straight in. Yeah. Ma, that would have been a rush and a half, mate, especially when you found out how fast it oh. flew. Yeah, but yeah, we had we had strong winds that day. And you told me you um, you bred good birds out of it already. Yeah, yeah, bred good birds out of him, the clock yeah. birds, and that I, I gave to some people. They got in the fed with them, and yeah, he's a good pigeon that one. Oh, well done, Ivan. Congratulations with that. Yeah, thanks. Oh, well done. Yeah. yeah. And what's, the, what's the other one up top? <laughs> ah, that's from years ago. That was my national bird. I got 16th national and third fed WPF. That was nice. That was, uh, what year was that? 2003. Nice. 
that bird was flying for 10 mm. hours and 29 minutes. Beautiful. That's yeah. a good mm. That that's was a good flight. Pigeon. Yeah, everybody come up to me because that was the fastest mm. clock in the Fed that day. Yeah. And everybody come up to me and said, that's a bloody good pigeon. You see? Yeah. So the guys in Melton, they can do it, mate. You can. You can you do can. it here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't, that's why. Don't ever think, oh, yeah, I'm in a bad position. No. Because no. it can be done. You put the work in, as Poi said. Yeah. Even yeah. when Jelly Rosie has come and visited me here, he says, I don't care where you live. He says, if you look after the birds properly and train them right, he said, you will win some races. He's 100% right. What do you think, Tony? Yeah, I agree with that, 100%. Yeah. How long have you been flying, Tony? Poo. 30, 40 years? No, 40, 40, oh. 40 over. 40 years? Yeah, beautiful. And what... I know what? I, I one thing. Yeah. I grew old in the pigeon sports. You, yeah, well, that's it. Of mm. course. How many holidays have you had? None. <laughs> <laughs> Every day with the pigeons. That's my holidays. <laughs> I don't think from, from morning till little night. I don't think Kay wanted to hear that. Maybe that was the wrong, wrong answer. No, that was no, a, believe you, believe you. good answer there. Yeah. So, uh, so, what's your best race? Which one do you remember the best one? Me. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I started, my brother. Yeah. Brett Medes Harrison Hand Blowbar by time. Yeah. Anyway, and we started the Melita club, new club. Okay. Yeah. And we had a nice big trophy. Beautiful. And then Paul said, said to us, this, this pigeon going to win the Melita Cup. And they all were laughing at him. Huh? Anyway, the Peter O'Sullivan came. It yeah. was that week. Anyway, I clocked the bird. I was ahead about 12 minutes ahead of my brother, Paul. Yeah. Right? That bred that pigeon. Yeah. Anyway, um, we went to the club, and I won the Melita Cup. You, you won it? Yeah. With that pigeon? With, say, and, and Paul said that I'll, that pigeon going to win it three months before. That's unreal. Right? Anyway, we, we, we went to the Federation, and then, uh, anyway, my the secretary, Ellen Knight, was my foreman. We used to work on the wolves together on yeah. ships. Yeah. I seen him doing like this with his finger. And I didn't know what he meant, right? Then he was laughing. And I won the Peter O'Sullivan. He won the Peter O'Sullivan. First, oh, yeah. Unreal. Unreal. That was the yeah. first Peter O'Sullivan. Yeah, and, and he yeah. brought me only one pigeon. And I tell you, I've been having these Harrisons since then. So that's what, that's what you've got, a lot of Harrisons. I won I won a lot of words with them. Yeah. Tony's and, got very good good too, distance. don't worry about that. You know, young birds up oh, yeah. to seven hundred miles. You know, yeah, but the last the last couple of years, like for instance the Gujars, I've been clocking them in short and fast races. Yeah, of course. Which I haven't done for many years. Which is good, isn't Same. it? Very Usually good. from four hundred to the seven, that's when, that's when they you... show up. Yeah. <laughs> so they start to show because I've been made brother to sister like that. So, and they... They, they worked. It's yeah. working for you. That's your secret. Yeah, I changed nothing. That's the best. That is the best. Anyway, um, we better get on with the show, fellas. To mention, we have a very special guest from Tassie as well. So we'll take a short break and we'll be back with some results Ooh. from around Australia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Stock produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035 Double nine eight one thousand and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor. Nobody likes unpleasant surprises. If you're paying someone to help with your tax return and they aren't registered with the Commonwealth Government's Tax Practitioners Board, you may be taking unnecessary risks, which could lead to a fine or having to pay back any tax refund that you receive. Remember, even if someone else completes your tax return on your behalf, you are still responsible. Get peace of mind by checking on tax agent's registration by visiting the Tax Practitioners Board at tpb.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Now you can listen to Southern FM on the go with Community Radio Plus, the home of community radio. 
The brand new app means you can listen in wherever you are. You'll also discover Community Radio's best podcasts and independent news. As well as listening via 88.3 FM, you can now support your community radio station by downloading Community Radio Plus. Get it from Google Play or the App Store today. While you're there, don't forget to leave five stars. Hi there, it's me, Graham the Garden Gnome. If you want to know everything about where I live in your garden, listen in to Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday at 4pm, only here on 88.3 Southern FM. <laughs> This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Jab him, jab him, jab him. Pigeon Radio Australia's weekly Australian Pigeon Racing Results. Yes, and it's time for our weekly results here on Pigeon Radio Australia. And first up, I've got the results from the Western Pigeon Federation and their race was brought back to Bridgewater on Saturday. Uh, it was a little bit foggy in Wedderburn, so they had to bring the birds back to Bridgewater. And I'll read the top ten. And congratulations to uh, J&M Portelli, Mr Michael Portelli, winning that race and getting the first Federation place with a velocity of 1286.36. In second place, we have Keisha and Holwell. In third place, David Malia. In fourth place, M&N Chancho. In fifth place, Alex Diaz. In sixth place, R Saggers. In seventh place, A Axiak and Son. In eighth place, F Leah. In ninth place, Frank Briffer. In tenth place, a and J Saggers. Congratulations to the top 10 of the Western Pigeon Federation. Let's go over to Notting Hill to the Victorian Homing Association and we'll read out the top 10 of their race from Shepparton on Saturday. In first place, we have Songakan G. In second place, Martins Andre. In third place, Tiltress F. In fourth place, Sheehan Brothers. In fifth place, Wagang Wang. In sixth place, Ping Nua F, Wing Power. 
In seventh place, Knight G&G. In eighth place, Ritzer and Family. In ninth place, Lee J. And in tenth place, Francis D. And that's the results in the top ten. Congratulations to those guys from the Victorian Homing Association over there in Notting Hill. Now we have the North Road Combine uh, results in Queensland. In first place we have Steve McColl. In second place, B and I Turner. In third place, Victor Sultana. In fourth place, Xander and Shin. In fifth place, Harvey Hill. In sixth place, Michael Lewis. Seventh place, Wayne Pangborn. In eighth place, Xander and Qua. In ninth place, the Rose Boys. And in tenth place, R. McCoy. And that's the North Road Combine in Queensland. And now we have in Queensland, staying in Queensland, we have the top ten for the Queensland Racing Pigeon Federation Incorporated. So here's the top 10. In first place, we have R. Holloway. In second place, Debono M. In third place, Elliot S. In fourth place, Hodgson Lofts. In fifth place, Mango Hill Lofts. In sixth place, Tornado Lofts. And in seventh place, McCarthy M. And in eighth place, Skixaluna D&D. Ninth place, Sprague R and J and Sons. And in tenth place, Porter and Son, and that's the top 10 for the Queensland Racing Pigeon Federation this week. This is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. On the line we have from uh, Adelaide, South Australia, our South Australian SAFA correspondent, and that's Joe Halligan. How are you, Joe? Good, guys. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good, good. Hey, Joe, how are you? Joe, how you going, mate? All right, buddy. All right. Congratulations on your flying, mate. I've seen your results. Yeah, you got third fed. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty. It was a good pigeon, considering. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah considering it was a southerly. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah, no. how'd you go, Joe? Did you? Uh, did you no, know I raced here, mate. Now, pick you on the field, mate. Like first race, pick you on the field, but it was a toughie. Yeah, was it? Yeah, well, well, for mine it was a toughie too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seven and, seven, mine done seven and a half hours, so he got a nice workout. Oh, oh beautiful! That's right. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, but uh, we, we, I think the winds over here was south southeast. Oh, when there's east, you get the least. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. You weren't wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. You want to read out these results? Sure, will. Go for uh, it. Bro. We had our race from uh, Pimba. It was four hundred and thirty kilometres. Uh, there was 122 flies and 2,460 birds. Um, the winner was uh, G. Bryant with a velocity of uh, 1181. Yep. Uh, second, second was P. Burton, a velocity of 1180. Third was Harper, J. And C. That was 1171. Harrox and Seabolt for fourth. They were doing 1170, uh, sorry, 1168. Uh, fifth was Yang and Go. They were doing 1155. Sixth was Tim Fawcett and Jackson. They were doing 1154. Seventh was Jack Van der Linden, doing 1151. Eighth was, was Albinos and Eminem. They were doing 1150. Ninth was Devries, H, doing 1147. G, tenth was Griffiths and Wayne. At 11.44. 11th was B. Donovan, doing 11.43. 12th, Jim Marifoy was doing 
And 13th was Agar, A, doing 11.40. 14th was DNS Salborn, doing 11.35. 15th was Korea V, doing 11.32. 16th was R Bevan, doing 11.29. 17th was Broken Shade D, doing 11.29. 18th, Nell Family, doing 11.28. 19th, Saberton and Jeffries, doing 11.27. And 20th was Varapodio, I think I got it right, 11.27. Yeah, good. Hey, that's not a – what are the – 11 – that's pretty quick. Yeah, well, the the, 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 the one who won the race was flying 5 hours and 25. Mm. Uh, his was distance was 384, but then the next bloke down from him was 429, so the, the distance was a bit of a gap. Mm. But, um, yeah, and it goes to six hours and four minutes and six hours and six feet, it starts going up. Mm. So that pigeon was a fair, fair bit in front, I think. Yeah. There was a few birds there, yeah. Joe, jeez. Yeah, there was, mate. Yeah, there was. There was, um, <coughs> you know, the best in our club and, um, was over in, uh, who, who was that? Tim, Tim Wickham. Oh, oh, yeah, Tim well, Wickham, yeah. Your good. mate didn't win it again. What's his name? You went no, James Roth won by a second. By a second. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> Did you buy his loft? loft? Yeah, I didn't buy it this week. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy the other one, and the bloke who oh, won it, no. Tim Wickham, yeah. he um, he paid $7 for his own loft back, and he's going to win the lot. Good yeah. on him. Good on him. Well, well, you won't be drinking no frothies this week, will you? No, no, I've got the Coca Cola this week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where did you come, mate? Where did you come? How'd you go? Oh, me. Oh, mate, I'd like to go to five, five pages back then, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, you've got one of Johnny's birds over there, is it? He's t- taking the cut lunch with him. Johnny's? Oh, <laughs> if it's one of Johnny's, it'd be wearing slippers. <laughs> it wouldn't come out of the loft. <laughs> no, it wouldn't know how to get out of the loft. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, Johnny. Um, yeah. Hang on a second. I'll just, uh, yeah, I would have. Yeah, well, I think there the was, um, well, like I said, 122 people flew. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there was only, hang on, mate, let me just, uh, when it says other, I've got to find drink. more. Here we go. Yeah. And there was 80 something, I think, that produced clocks. Oh, gee. Oh, there's 100 on here out of 122. Oh, gee. Down. Let me see. There could be more. No, let me see. I could be jumping the gun here. <laughs> 117 in, mate. There oh, is. yeah, so that's, a, that's more a, yeah, yeah. yeah. And where nice am I? Nice one. 117. Oh, yeah, I am, mate. I'm second last. Hey, go Joe. <laughs> Not bad for you. One, at, least, at least I didn't come last. Hey, hey. You <laughs> clocked. Next week you'll come first. <laughs> yeah, well, there's only one way. There's only one way from there, mate. Next up top, I can't go any further. Give your bird a bit of Viagra for next week, mate. It'll come up. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I better go talk to him. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I was there thinking to myself, "Geez, I'm not going to see a pigeon." Uh, <laughs> no, good. At least you got one. That's good. Good yeah. on you, mate. Nah, nah, it's all good, mate. Yeah, it's you. You know, being pigeons long enough. So, what you guys, you know, you. you you got to just wait your time, I mean. That's right, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's, their first, that's their first start, too, you know what I mean? Straight up and they get a, like a, head, a race like that. Yeah. It's going to, it'll only be better for it next time. 100%. Mm. Yeah, well, he came home like you didn't even fly, too, the boot. He went straight in, huh? Yeah, but he, he just looked really well. I was just, oh, what? After all this time, he just looked like, and even when I handled him, like he handled like he just didn't even be. Yeah, that's good. You that's must, good when they so, come like that, yeah. 
Yeah, so he was he, he did it well, but he just wasn't up. He wasn't quick enough. That's yeah, all. that's all. See how you but go next all week. Right. We go. Ah, no, you'll I'm get better this week. I've only got a little because I got a little team. I've got to try and miss this week as they race over the hills. So I'll race the north. Oh yeah, because they race they rotate it, Joe. They race up north and then they go over the, to the I think it's northeast. It might be oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, over the hill one week and then they're yeah. going to start racing next week. In midweek races from the west, so they do alter the tracks, you know. Yeah, okay. And they, a lot of them going over the hills. If your birds aren't right and ready, you're going to just do them. Yeah. All right, mate. So, listen, it was good chatting with you. Good luck for you next too, week, guys. and um, yeah, take care. All right. All right. Good luck with your racing, guys, and good luck. See, right. See you, mate. See you, guys. See you, Tony. Eighty-eight point three Southern FM. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have our Ballarat correspondent, and that's Mr. Aaron McKay. How are you going, Aaron? G'day, guys. How are you going down there? Yeah, good, mate. Very good, thanks. Very good. That's the way. Yeah, so how'd you go this week? Yeah, we uh, flew from Donald again, and um, it was a nice south-southwest wind, so it was a, a good fly. We are down to, uh, I'm pretty certain it was about 1,000 metres a minute. So, yeah, it was a good fly. Ah, nice one, nice one. Yeah. What was the results, mate? Did you get the chocolates? No, I didn't this week. In my club, we had uh, Ely Iron, an ex-Melbourne flyer. Nice one. Yeah, yeah. He took the chocolates out this week, so Ely had a win. Good on him. Um, I come in second, and we had Barry Leonard, who's back racing after a long time, too. Everyone knows Barry Leonard. Oh, Uh, yeah, Barry. He claimed third position. Nice one. So that was Don't really worry, good. That, that, that result will creep up as the year progresses, I'd say. He's good in the long distance, is he? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've been told, very good flyer. Oh, yeah. Very good flyer. So we look. I look forward to the mm. challenge. It's good. Good for the sport. Yeah. Of course it is. It's good to see it get shared around. Um, but as we all know, you've got to earn it. <laughs> that's right. They don't come easy. Nah, that's exactly so, right. Then we had the uh, Ballarat West Club. And young Mick Chu and Daniel Lynch claim first position, their first win for the young boys. So that well was done, yeah, guys. That well young done. Daniel Lynch, he's a very dedicated pigeon fly. Good on you. He is, yeah. The boys did awesome, mate. They had their first win for the year, so let's hope they have many more. Yeah. And then we had uh, another ex-Melbourne fly, Joe Burton. Joe was again second again this week. And um, third was... Uh, yeah, oh, now you've got me stunned. Joe, uh, Chris York was third. Well done, well oh, done. Yes, so here Very Chris good. York was third. Uh, and then we have the Ballarat East Club and good friend Barry Marshall claimed the chocolates in that. Oh, hey, well done, Barry. Barry Marshall, great flyer. Yeah, Absolutely. A gentleman of a bloke and a great flyer. Yeah. He had four birds on the drop out of his 13. Even uh, he better. First, first position and fastest bird in Ballarat. Wow. Uh, second was, jeez, um, I've got a memory like a sieve. Second, <laughs> <laughs> second position went to, uh, mate, I'm stumped. Sorry, boys. You're all right. You're all right. So, uh, I can't even remember who got second now. I think it might have been Ian Rollins from Bunny on claimed second position. And third was John Gadston. Yeah, nice. Yeah, well very good. Well done. Yeah, yeah. So it was a good week, good week's racing. Mixed results from north to south. Beautiful. So it was excellent. And oh, where's, where's your next race? Uh, we're off to speed this weekend. First combine race. Oh. So we all joined together this week and 
Um, Maribara joining with us, and so it'll be good. Good. So, how many flyers competing in the combine now? There's 33 or 34. Oh, that's growing. That's good. That's a good sign. That's That's growing. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's going to have to earn their stripes this week. Yeah. So it'll be very good. Look forward to it. Oh, that's fantastic, mate. Uh, Anything else you got to tell us? Uh, They had the Sprint Race Series on Sunday from Stall. Yep. And Joe Spateri, another ex-Melbourne fly, one of the WPF greats. Hey, <laughs> Joe Spateri. Yeah. Everyone knows Joe Spateri. Yeah, yeah. certainly Joe do. Joe Spateri had a win. Uh, Joe Brereton was second, and David Amel was third. Oh, very good. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Well done, guys. There. Well done to a good old friend of mine, Joe Spateri. Well done. Yeah. Yes, Joe Spateri. Yeah, it was... Joe Fatiri's going well, so that's good. His wife's very ill at the moment, so oh, it was great to no see good. him have a win in the sprint, yeah. and hopefully that can um, pick him up a little bit and make him, you know, a little bit more happier. So. Yeah. Hey, just talking about Joe, just quickly, uh, if anyone's interested in a tossing unit, I know Joe's uh, messaged me he's got a tossing unit for sale. So yes, he um, does. If anybody's interested, yep, give us, let us, I oh, no, just give us a call or give Joe Fatiri a call, and, um, yeah, we'll uh, give you his number. We'll pass on some details. Not That's a problem right. in the yeah. world. Yeah, thanks for that. No Thank worries, you. guys. Thank hey, you very much for that. We shall no worries, and we'll catch you again next, next week. week, my friend. Yeah, will do, fellas. Thank you heaps. Thanks, hey, mate. Take care. Bye. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to your local community radio station, 88.3 Southern FM. And on the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have our Victorian Pigeon Organisation correspondent, and that's Mr Paul Katsaitis. Hello, Paul. How are you going? And welcome back to Pigeon Radio Australia. I'm very well, Ivan. Yourself? Yeah, good, mate. And Joe's here. Hey, you go. Hello, 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 Joe. How are you? Hey, Tony. Hello, bro. And to all the oysters. Yeah, yeah, good. Hey, hey Ivan, you know in Wallen, you know these guys in Wallen, you know what, what good flies they are? Yeah. Especially, I'm telling you, what very good flies, you know, from where, well, is this better? Yeah. Is that better? Yeah, you know, where they live and, you know, especially for where they live, yeah? Yeah. They cop it left, right and centre from the Falcons. So it's not easy to... <laughs> it's clock, clock Joe, yeah. It's not clock, easy to clock a pigeon from there, you know? No. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll take my hat off to you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And in saying that, uh, a, a great result for, for Steve Veljanowski from VMRO. Oh yeah, very well good. Well done. Yeah, yes. taking out first first place in, in our we'll second give him a nick- We'll give him a nickname. We'll call him the Macedonian Marvel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll give you the, the first ten places, yes. shall I? Oh, yes. Yeah, go, go for it. it. Okay, so we had said that first Steve Veljanowski, well, BMRO. Well done. Second Dale Kavanagh. Three. Well some Joe, Joe Angelino fellow. <laughs> Out there in Altona Four, in the Golden Triangle. Sawyer, Edwards and Brown. Fifth place was Paul Burlak. Sixth place was a, a new flyer, Ren Incentio. Incentio. Uh, seven was Giselle Lofts. Eight, Kay Angelino. Nine, Paul Casitis. Ten, Lou Pelagora. Well done, guys. Excellent. Well done to you too, Paul. You got in. Well done. Well, yeah, I got in. Very Just good. got in, yeah, but very, I'm happy with that. Ah, very good. Well, if you be a good boy tonight, you might get in again. You never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to check the wind. <laughs> it's all yeah. about the wind. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true, true. No, that's good. That's good. Um, let's hope we have a good race. We had good returns last week, which is great. Another another good race. Yeah. And, um, yes, it was, Joe. Yeah. It was a good race. And where, where are you from? 
This week? This week we've got our third We've got another Rochester. Another yeah. one. All right, yeah, like us, we've got another Wedderburn this yeah. week. Then, yeah. then the good races start. Then the, yeah, the, the serious stuff. Oh, yeah, look out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll sort them out. <laughs> that'll sort them out, all right. Yeah. Well, Paul, all I'm going to say is good luck for next week. And, you um, too, Joe. Thank you. And good luck yep. to all of you, anyway, everyone. Good luck to all right. I'll say goodbye to you all. All right. Good, no good luck to everyone for your racing. From St Kilda to Clayton. You're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. And on the line from the Victorian Racing Pigeon Union, we have our correspondent, and that's Mrs. Pauline Pace. Good morning, Pauline. How are you? And welcome back to Pigeon Radio. Thank you very much. I'm well, thank you. How are you guys? (laughs) Yeah, good, thanks. Good, good. How are you? How's Pat? Uh, He's good. Yeah, all good. Hello, Pat. Yeah. Tell him I said hello. Yeah, we'll do. You okay. won't hear you from here. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> can I hear someone snoring? <laughs> no. No, no, it's morning. How can he be snoring? <laughs> All right. Yes, I hello to Beth. Got some results for you from Saturday's race, which awesome. was our first one from Birchip. Uh, first fed is Mick Doria from Pasco Vale Club. Well done, Mick. Sec- Second feds, S and C, Sini and Desira, Pasco Vale Club. Well done. Robbie Taylor from Thomastown, Sini yep. and Desira from Pasco Vale Club. Grant Patterson, who races with NSHC Club. Gary Church, Thomastown, was sixth fed. John and Leanne Share from the NSHC Club was seventh fed. Eighth fed was Joe DeNaro from Pasco Vale. Ninth fed is moi and my beloved from Yay, Pasco Vale. Well done, guys. <laughs> and tenth fed is Wayne Williams and Dee Hunter and Sons from Thomas Hill. Beautiful, yeah, so beautiful. It was it was a good day. It was a nice day. It was a good day for racing. Uh, good good results for racing and returns were um, quite good. And follow up the next day was excellent. So yeah, it's it been good. good. It's been good. All the federations have had good, excellent. Uh, yeah, good returns and everything, which is mm. touch wood. So far, it's good, mm. really good. Yeah. So yeah, so far so good for this season. Yeah, that's, that's right. Three races down. So. Yes, already it's gone. Three We've races. Broken a record. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, unreal. All right. Listen, you have yourself a great. A great day, and um, yeah, we'll talk to you next week with some more results. And good luck All for right. Saturday's race. Okay, well, you too. Thank you. you. Too. Yep, yep. Good luck yeah. to you. Good luck. All right. Then. All right. Catch All right. us later. See ya. Bye bye. Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. And on the line from Sydney and the Central Cumberland Pigeon Federation, we have our Sydney correspondent, and that's David Gordon. How you going, David? How you going, fellas? I'm good. So tell us what's happening at the Central Cumberland Pigeon Federation. We had a good race on uh, Saturday there. It was a nice uh, stiff one. Uh, birds on the wing, well, leading pigeons on the wing just over four hours uh, from uh, well, roughly 280, 290 kilometres. So it was, a, it was a good headwind race from the north. And uh, once again, for the fourth week straight, Poi wins and wins, and like, we can't really beat her at the moment. So Now, I've heard that that's a record for the Central Cumberland. That's no one's ever done four in a row. I, I, I'm off the belief that she broke the record last week with three, and she's extended 
four now. So. And I reckon, I reckon, oh, no, I better not say anything. I don't want to jinx it. Oh, we'll put, no one's going to be surprised if she makes it five or six. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. The lady's a gun. How good would that be, eh? Hey? Oh, I tell you, if she get yeah. if she does that, I've got a I've got a guy that I interviewed from the British homing world. No, yeah, I'm going to get him to do an article in the British homing world on her. I'm going to have to do something for her because it's, yeah. it's exceptional. It's You're not wrong. Most, like you've got top flyers here that are, that are rattling the top ten most weeks, and in the last ten years they haven't topped the Fed four times. No. She's done weeks straight, and so. I've heard that she's clocked one hen three times. Is that right? Yeah, he has, and apparently it landed in the drop. Well, apparently, when she had three or four in the drop to win the Fed the other week, that bird was there. In the yeah, drop. that bird was uh, there as well. But that oh this actual god. pigeons won the Fed three Oh my god, she still races it. Yeah. Yeah, well, you'd, you'd have to retire. Well, I think the whole Fed wants her to retire. It. <laughs> 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 no, don't say We're that. talking strong federation, Ivan. Jesus, three hundred plus members. Yeah. Jeez, how many birds go away when you? How many birds went away that weekend? Uh, it was just under four and a half thousand this week. No, I mean, come on, that's amazing. Yeah, that's and she's amazing. Getting, well, that's the thing, though. Like, what a lot of people don't see is if they just see the results, see that one bird. But I can guarantee you, she's got three, four, five there. You know, and her tenth pigeon's probably beaten. Well, you're going to organise her again to come on next week, and I, I reckon yeah, that we're well, going to yeah. have some good news again next week about her. And um, yeah, I tell you, the the, the lady deserves to be up there in lights. I'm telling you. Oh, for sure. Like, it's just, you know, people can say anything, position or anything, but she's no, built near her anyway. It's just she's just the best. That's all. The, that's all you can put it down to. She's just the best. How many person. people that live around her and that are not in the feed? No, exactly right. That's just, that's my point. It, mm. You can't say. You can't use position. You can't. You use... know, I use the same argument here for our champion Melbourne, which is Michael yeah. Portelli, right? They all, oh, yep. you know, he's always winning. And he's always. I said, yeah. And I says, how many blokes live around him, and how many times are right. they in the Fed? That's right. It's, you know you what know. I mean? And they're like it's... in the next street from him, behind yeah, him, yeah. and all that sort of stuff, that's and they can't right. get into the Fed. You know? That's right. It's a good mix with uh, obviously a wealth of knowledge, good hard work, and quality birds, and she's obviously got it right. Mm. Yeah, she's, she's got, got her equations going okay. And um, she did tell yeah. us that she started in pigeon racing after she saw a bird with a ring in the park feeding that's it in the right. park. And you know. uh, I tell you what, that's the best. That pigeon, I, I reckon, gave her the luck that she's getting now. Oh, well, I think she's making her own luck now. <laughs> <laughs> we got some. Uh, New, question, new questions for our next oh, yeah, week. Oh, yeah, we do, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I want to find out. As much as we can. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you what, she doesn't hold anything back, she tells you. Yeah, no, we'll have to get her to write a book, I think. She so doesn't hold anything back. Oh, that's a good idea. Maybe you should get Rob to sit yeah. down with her and he can be her biographer. <laughs> yeah, we'll get anyone. Anyway, we can learn anything, we'll try. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, we'll read out these results. Yeah, no worries. Let's we'll go for it. Start with the tenth uh, place from Rudy Hill Club, Randy Baraga. Ninth place, Anthony Aegis. Third place, Huda and Family. Seventh place, who's currently leading the point score, one point ahead of uh, Poi, is Stony Vamanikas and Son. Sixth place, Bob the Feedman. Fifth place, P and J Stig. Fourth place, Ibrahim Soraya. Third place, Sankari Brothers. Second place, Rob Marshall. And obviously, the the winner again, Poi Winton. <laughs> So it's a very, very scattered. Their top ten. It was a good race, actually. Mm, excellent. 
Excellent. And you've got Poi coming on with you next week, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we'll organise that for next week. Awesome, yeah. that'll be awesome. No worries, that'll be great. I, I, because I, I tell you what, the um, we had her on what last week? Yeah, last two, last week. Um, Two weeks ago, yeah, last week. Last week, yeah, we had her on last week, and the downloads from the podcast went absolutely ballistic. Oh, it would, it would do, yeah, <laughs> indeed. I tell you, so yeah, I welcome her to come back on because she's very popular, very, yes, yeah. certainly is, very hey. well respected too. Yes. What do, you, what do you reckon? We give we give this guy the flick and get her? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> you might have to. I'm not even no. in the public section each week. She was the feds. So no, I'm joking, mate. <laughs> no, you, mate, you've signed the contract. You're stuck with, you're stuck with us, mate. No worries. Yeah, no, all good. Hey, listen, good luck for next week. Uh, yeah, and you too. Hope you win the Fed. Yeah, and we'll catch you next week with Poi Waiting here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Awesome. Thanks, guys. See all you, right, pal. See ya. This is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. On the line, we have from Cairns in Queensland, our Cairns correspondent, Mr. Rob Vanderveen. How are you, Rob? How are you going and how's it going in Cairns up there in Queensland? You're good. How are you boys going? Good, thanks. Good. That's the way. That's it cool down there? Oh, it is actually. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. What about up your way? Yeah, it's been nice, actually. Um, I've had a stretch of decent weather for a change, so, yeah, no, it's been good. That's good. Got the trucky pants Excellent. on tonight and a oh. hoodie. Yeah. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> yeah. That's the way. You got some results for us, my friend? Yes. Go, um, let's do it. We had a few races. We had the derbies and we had the gold ring race. Oh, nice. And the, um, the breeder's plate, so... <clears throat> We race from Proserpine, which for my place is uh, 482 kilometres. Okay. So, yeah, we um, – so we Aaron, who's been flying pretty well, he's one of our newer flyers, he, he actually – he took out um, the old and young bird derby. Well um, done, well done. He did well, eh? So I came in second place, so – he beat me by 25 seconds. Oh, yeah, but God. I've been chasing him, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Give him a run for his money. Yeah, <clears throat> third place was Stan. So um, the velocities were around uh, 1353, 1355. Nice, yeah. nice race. And um, what did we have? We had the gold ring race. I won that. Yeah. Um, velocities around the same, 1353. Um, so that was a, an Indigo Hen. Yep. Um, number 8021 model. Beautiful. So that was good. And, um, the Breeders Plate, which, yeah, picked up $1,800. So that, that was a good win there. Nice, um, nice. Yeah, Blue Bar Hen. So 563. She's a, um, I think she's a Custis Van Loon, uh, Bosch you hand seen. So, yeah. Beautiful. Picked me up a couple of dollars, which yeah, is good. That's handy. Mm, fill up the fill up the truck and away you go in the bush. <laughs> Chuck the right. dogs in and go. <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's unreal. No. It's always good to win a you know, a money race. Always good. Yeah, I've done pretty good in the um derbies over the last five or six years. Um so yeah. Bit of money ex- uh, and no trophies, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good deal, I reckon. 
you've won, what have you won it the last couple of years? Is that right? Or oh, I think for about five or six years I've, I've taken it out. So I've had a, I've had a decent run. That's so not bad. it's good to see someone else pick it up. So um, you know, it's always it's always good to see a bit of change, especially when there's new flyers involved. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And they're doing all right. So yeah, no, every little good. every little bit helps, you know. Yeah, because it can get frustrating. I mean, myself, this is probably one of the most frustrating seasons we've had. So I think everyone is a bit like that, you know, in, in our club at least anyway. So. No, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Losses, yeah, all that type of thing. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, no. They're, they're horrible. Yeah. Indeed, we've, they are. We've been lucky. The last, all the feds here have, have had uh, pretty good you know, returns and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. We've, been, we've been lucky, but it's only been short racing, so yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See how we go later. Yeah, yeah that's we're, right. So, what, you, what what race have you got next week? Well, we're a bit over the joint at the moment. We're yeah. going to come back a, l- a little bit because it's, the biggest problem is we we kicked off too quick, too early. Yeah. Um, and obviously the bird loss um, for whatever reason I, I just don't know anymore. Um, we don't have we don't have the the the, the birds, so um, it just causes the problem with the races, obviously. So um, look, we're looking to have a race from it could be Errol Bowen. So we're coming back, um, but it's all about just returns at the moment for for, for the birds. So um, that's that's the plan at, at the moment, but things change pretty. The long range forecast is not looking good, and, and just the rain. It's just like you get a week's good weather, and then you get rain, and it's always got to be on a Saturday or a Sunday. You of know? course, it does. <laughs> of course, without fail. Yeah, it's unbelievable. You, you, <sighs> unbelievable. So I just looked at it tonight and went, "Oh, great." Mm. That's it, just because we're all a bit paranoid now. I mean, you know, you got birds d- dropping at days like this, which are perfect. Um, and then once you think about drizzle or fog or showers, you start going, oh, you start, you know. I know, I know. But do you, <laughs> can, do you guys uh, move your races? Like, do you, can you move your races to a Friday or week, midweek? Or yeah, well, we've done a few on a Sunday now. I've never really done that since I've been hanging about there. So um, I think we've got to make a few changes. Uh, I don't know. It's West route's pretty difficult because we're basically flying from one coast to the other coast across the, the Cape there. So yep. um, that, that you fly Normanton, it's only 500 clicks. It's not, not super, super far, but um, it's it's a difficult race. You know, it's the most difficult that we have because we only fly the, the west and the south. Um, we might poke around and try something with the north soon. We're not too sure. It's never been flown. Um, try a few different little things, so um, see and see what happens, eh? Because I know previously we had programs, and you'd follow the program, but the last few years we've had programs and never gone according to plan. So, um, and it's not a big club either. So, yeah, but that's all right. If you've got to change, you've got to change. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, the birds, right. You've got to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you got to um, yeah, you got to adjust, don't you, with the times yeah, exactly. and what's occurring. So well, there's always something happening. <laughs> all right, my friend, it's been great chatting with you. And no listen, worries, boys. 
you have yourself a great day, and um, yeah, we'll talk again next week with some more results, and hopefully you on top, mate. Because <laughs> you're oh, always yeah, just behind. Bro. Mate, you're always yeah. just behind. <laughs> yeah, I just can't get that in minute extra or the thirty seconds oh, or geez. five seconds or ten seconds. It's all right, my yeah. friend. You have a great no day, worries. and we'll talk next week. All right, you boys behave. Yeah, you too. Cheers. See you, mate. Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon Products on on 035-998-1000 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. This is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. We've got a break for the Southern FM National Radio News and we'll be back after the news with more results and a great interview with some Fed winners here on Pigeon Radio Australia. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to the original and only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia, and we're found at pigeonmedia.com.au, and the Southern FM website is southernfm.com.au. We're going to continue on with our results, and we've got an interesting people on the phone right now to give us some results from the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation. 
Federation. On the line for Pigeon Radio Australia, we have our Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation correspondent, Mr. Gary Gillard. And he has a special guest, and I'll let him introduce the special guest. But, Gary, have you got some results for us, mate, first up? G'day, Ivan. G'day, everybody. Yeah, look, I do. I've got the results uh, from the our last uh, Ravenwood uh, race. Uh, that took place on the weekend there, uh, Ivan. So the results are from 1 to 10. We've got uh, the winner once again, three feds in a row. I can't Ooh. believe it. Rod <laughs> Churchill from Dandenong. His mate. Joe Phillips, second. Keith Flanchard, third. S&G Cameron, fourth. Steisen, fifth. Uh, Brett Evans, ABC Evans is sixth. Uh, Grant and Mandy Delzeal is seventh. Michael Lucas is eighth. Damien Fitzgerald is ninth. And A&K Weeks from Croydon is tenth. Uh, excellent. Well done, guys. Well, done to, well done to all those people. And you've got somebody on the line, haven't you? I have. Uh, Rod Churchill, how are you? I'm very good, thank you, Gary. How are you, gentlemen? All yeah, good, well, mate. Good, Congratulations good. to you, Rod. You're flying a mean pigeon at the moment. Yeah, thanks for that, guys. Um, I've been lucky at the moment, so, yeah. So tell us, what bloodline are you clocking? Um... The first two weeks were, um, I've got the Gabby Van Denham bills, but I, I've crossed them with the Veenstras. Oh, yeah. And um, that's like double, like um, they were double multis. But then on Saturday, I had two together and they were both Herman Keisters. Oh, gee. They were actually down off a, a brother and a sister, so they're virtually related like half-brother and sister type thing. So that was good. Yeah, well, you've made Gary very happy in winning all these three <laughs> 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 Well, so, oh. someone has to get near him. Yeah, what do you reckon, Gary? That's all I can say, nothing. <laughs> oh, that's a change. That's not like you, Gary. <laughs> no, don't worry, we got, we got more races to come up. Oh, yeah, we've got a lot to go. Oh, the competition's on. It's on, it's on for young and old. Yeah, it's yeah. done well. Um, I'll take it at the moment, yeah. So how are you, what's your feeding system? Can I ask you what your feeding system is? Oh, if I have to tell you that, then I'll have to kill you. you oh, well, I, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I, it's a basic mix. I use the Green Valley. Green Valley grain have been good. They've asked me for recipes of an old one. I have um, two mixes that they do. One is called a high flyer, yeah. which is a popcorn-based mix with yeah. 12 different grains. That is the one that I'm using at the moment. Okay. And then we have another one, which is a high-carbo mix, which is your basic five grains, peas, maize, milo and saff, yeah. and um, that's what we're using as well. So quite a few of the blokes are using the um, um, high-carbo mix. Yeah, very good. Uh, and what about your training? How, how are you training these uh, champions? What are you doing? Um, well, I'm tossing two days a w- two days a week, as Gary knows. We both go on a Tuesday and a Sunday. Um, at this stage, we're going to um, Sunday Creek, where, and um, that's what we've been mainly doing in the last week or two. So, yeah. and it's working well. It seems to be. It seems to be. At yes, the it's working well for Rod, but poor old Gary. <laughs> Now you do you, uh, you do you medicate much or? Well, you do. I mean, I, I set a program. I mean, you hear all these stories where a lot of guys say, oh, "I don't medicate. I don't medicate." I mean, 
all I can say, um, I'm not calling you a liar, but I don't believe you. If you haven't got some sort of a medicating system, which I do every fortnight, um, that's it. You know, um, I've got to agree. Yes, I do. I do them for um, canker Mm -hmm. and um, respiratory type thing, regardless whether they got it or not. Yeah, well, thanks for being honest. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, that's a good answer. It sure was. No, well, I do. Um, I mean, um, Gary will tell you as well. You virtually, they're a thoroughbred, and um, if their gut's not right, they won't they won't do the job for you. And that that's just that's my feeling, my side of it. And I think you, it's just like a a runner or a racehorse or a greyhound. Greyhounds yeah. I've had for many years. Yeah. If their gut's not right, yeah, they won't right. perform for you. Yeah. So do you let your birds? Do you let your birds out for a fly? A day of varsity? No, I don't. They're let out on a Thursday, and that's it. I don't let them out on a Friday. It was always a really good flyer who I knew really well, Grimble Evans. He was a very good flyer. He never let his birds out after a Wednesday. Okay. And we all know how good he was. Yeah. uh, But, no, Thursday, they get out of Thursday, and that's it. And what do you do to motivate your birds, your race team? Nothing. Nothing. No, and okay. when, when you say motivation, I just train them as normal, feed yeah. them the right way, and they fly the roof. When I when I um, call them, um, I do flag them. I put flags up. Yeah, I don't even have to look at me watch. I'm being honest. Okay. Roughly on the hour or so, they're wanting to come down. I just stand there, pull the flags down, and they land on the flying beside me and go in. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, excellent. So, do you use any natural products? Um, natural in um, garlic, honey, apple cider vinegar, stuff like that. I do. Um, I use apple cider vinegar. I'm a bit different to other people. I don't sort of put it in the drinkers. I'm being honest. I put it in their bath. I use it in their bath. What, the apple sorry, cider what? vinegar. Oh, in their bath. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair yeah. How much do you put in the bath? They like? get bath. They get bath every Wednesday, weather permitting. Yep. And the apple cider vinegar is in the bath. You you put a, a few capfuls in like twenty liters. Yeah, let's a say capfuls. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're generally, you know, your 40 mil, um, what do you call those things, measuring things, you know, medical things. Yeah. I generally put, I think it's about a 40 litre bath, there's two of them, and I put two capfuls in the bath. Oh, yeah. Now, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you what, what's what's your memorable moment in pigeon racing. Now, this would have to be it, wouldn't it? Winning three, I think so. winning I, three I in really a row. Do. Come on. Yeah, no. Nah. That's amazing. Um, I, I, yeah, um I, I, yeah, I think so. Um, like last week, I was lucky to beat Gary in the ten birder. Yeah, but um, his pigeon, him, his pigeon and mine come together. Um, they they circled. His took off to his place, and mine followed it. And it came back, and I was lucky enough just to pip him on the post. So yeah, yeah but well I done. think that well would done. have to be it. I'm I'm quite happy with it at the moment. I'm started off all right. Yeah, and it's pretty good. Oh, I think. That's excellent. So, yeah. Where where do you see pigeon racing in ten years? I'd be like, I reckon we'll be lucky to have too many pigeon flies in the way things are going at the moment. With um, we just, I just can't believe the year it's been with predators. The falcons are terrible. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, all the all the estates now are they're small blocks where you can't put a pigeon loft in the backyard, and mm. uh, I just think the cost of it is um, forcing people out of it. It's mm. just just the cost of feed and. Membership training, you know, you got, you know, mm. look at the fuel costs and that, and mm. e tags and that. So, mm. Mm. It's, yeah. Um, so, what advice would you give a, a new flyer? 
if they're really interested, yeah. if they're really keen on it, yeah. my advice is the same as what I did. Go to a well-known pigeon flyer yep. that flies well and ask questions. Um, I was pretty lucky back in the days. My uncle flew in Southern Cross Edifile, and there's a gentleman just around the corner by the name of Cole Bauer. And yeah. um, I, I went around and spoke with Cole on that a few times and asked questions and all that, and his exact words to me, for a young bloke, you ask a lot of questions, <laughs> and that good. was true. And I said, well, you don't want to tell me. And, yeah, I got on real well with Colin. I just sort of covered a few things that he said, and um, that's where I started. Go to a go to a well-known pigeon fly, make yourself known, and um, hopefully you can start from there. Mm. Now, Gary, you still there, mate? Yeah, I most certainly am. Yeah, I now, you've got him. He had those grizzles there. He had the grizzles, well. yeah. He mm. did really well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now, um, you've got an auction happening with Rod's Birds at the moment, haven't you, Gary? Yeah, we have. Uh, we've got uh, Rod Churchill's uh, Gabby's up there. Gary's left the bill. Oh, got to pay his bill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. No, um, yeah, well, I can answer on that. Gary had a couple of guys pull out on the auction site, and he asked me what I put some on, and I said, look, I've got some very good stock pigeons, like, they're rung 2014, 2015. What we're trying to do is make money for our federation to cover our truck. Mm. That That's the idea. Yeah, no, so I cool. said, look, I'll go through them and put some on it if you like mm. and see how we go. Now, I picked out these pigeons that are rung 2014, 2015 and 6 and have put them on. Mm. They've all raced for me. They've yeah. all bred fed pigeons. Yeah. And actually, the, the pigeons that I won with the last two weeks, the two cockbirds, the size of them are both up for sale. Oh, gee. Excellent. I've got sons and daughters out of them in the stock loft. So, you know, um, mm. too good to, how do I, do I say, uh, put down. But I thought if somebody can, um, you know, uh, buy them, at least they've bred me something, mm. hopefully they'll do that for them as well. This is painful. I know, it's working. Was I the only one that dropped out? Yeah, you don't pay your bill. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, is that the problem? <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford to pay my bill. Someone keeps taking all the prize money. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. Oh, God, mate. Okay, Gary, you, you dropped out and uh, all that, and then uh, let's get on with the, the details of Rod's auction on the Greater Melbourne Pigeon site. Rod's got his, uh, his, his gabbies up there, um, some of the older stock birds, but uh, they're all proven. He's got young ones off them, and uh, they've been up for one day, and they're, they're already going through the roof. So um, check it out at so- www gmpf.com.au forward slash auction and follow the link. So, Rod, yeah. now you've got some birds there that uh, actually produce some of these fed birds for you. Yes, Ivan. Um, there's, I know there's two cock birds actually up at the moment. Last week's two winners, those two cock birds bred them, made it to a Veenstra, to a Veenstra hen. One of the cocks actually won the fed in the VHA. I think it was Oyen. Um, he's up there, and there's another cock that I should have won the produce in the VHA, but he wouldn't track. Oh. But anyway, um, them and the, there's a couple of hens there the same that yeah. have um, also produced, but, uh, um, yeah, as well. Hey, Rod. Yep. Could you tell us a little bit more about the uh, the 2015 VHA 19 to 37, the blue bar hen? 
Yeah, well, that little hen, um, I actually had a guy <laughs> ring me, uh, contact me, said, look, will you, I'll buy her off you now. I'll give you what you want. Don't put her in the sale. As I said to you, Gary, I said, look, I can't do that. Gary's got it all set up. It'll, um, it'll clip down. Um, that little hen, she has, she, I'm not going, she's had more positions and bread than I've put in. I haven't kept the results up to date because I'm not a computer person. And, um, she's probably pr- produced not only for me, because I do breed some for guys in Sydney, Adelaide, and I've got a few mates in Ballarat area that have done extremely well with those pigeons. And, um, that hen has bred, um, quite a, quite a few pigeons, uh, in the past, yeah. I can tell you one thing, Rod, she might be 2015, but day one, she's already up around about the $716 mark. Really? Yep. So, yeah. um, as I said, day one, got six days to go. It'll be an interesting auction. Mm, it um, will be. I've got, she double fed it for me. Um, I've also got a daughter who's exactly the same as her, and she double fed it as well. I haven't kept all the results up, and um, the, the daughter is, um, yeah. So I thought, well, it's an opportunity for someone, hopefully, that they can do as good as what I've done with them. So, well, there's a few people out there that understand the Gabby's rod because yep. uh, the VHA 2158 Blue Bar Cock, uh, yep. he's up yep. there as well. So, he, um, um, Alan Markman named him. Alan, I won, um, I won the Fed um, with him. It, uh, Alan named him Thistle Do Rocket. <laughs> and uh, I was an hour in front of anybody else in the Cranbourne Centre with that cock bird. Unreal. An hour in front. That's good. And he's a father. I've been on. He's a father of one of the Fed winners last week. There you he's go. He's not only the father. His first Fed alien himself, 500 yeah. kilometres. Third Fed 250. Fifth yep. Fed 300. Uh, seventh yep, Fed 300. Results, second bro. Fed 350, and goes on. Jesus. Yes. Woo. Ivan, let's buy him. <laughs> We'll go Harvey's. We'll go Harvey's. <laughs> yeah, we'll go and have a look. Uh, you want to give us that auction address again because I reckon a few ears are going to prick up because you've announced this now. So you better give us that address again, Gary, and instructions on how to get in if you don't know how to get into this auction. No worries. We've made it a lot easier. Just go to www.gmpf.com.au forward slash auction and then just click on the link that says Rod Churchill. Well, good luck, Rod, but I reckon uh, these bids are going to go through the roof with your birds. Oh, well, um, yeah, well, hopefully somebody, somebody gets uh, a pigeon and they're happy with, mm. and it does for them what they've done for me, and, um, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. But that pigeon 58, Rocket, his son's taken over his box, box one in his single pens, mm. and his son didn't win a fed, but he was second and third, so he's taken over his box. So. Oh, there you go. All right, mate. Thank you very much to you, and thank you to you, Rod, as well. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you on again because I'm sure we'll see your name up there again, Rod. No worries, gentlemen. I thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to come on the radio. No worries, mate. Thank you very much for your time. Well done. See okay. you, boys. And we have another clearance sale, but it's not on auction. We have another clearance sale, and I have to announce this for Mr Tony Canada from The Untouchables. 
and it reads like this clearance sale due to not racing in 2022 season along with the previous COVID restrictions in the previous year's race programs we have a surplus of quality pigeons some pigeons have successfully competed at club and federation level most of our birds have been bred down of high federation placed pigeons such as first fed burke 840 kilometers 2017 first fed canamble 807 kilometers in 2018 if you would like more information please contact mr tony canata on 0419321554 that's 0419321554 or mr david gauchy on 0418578345 that's 0418578345 345. You're listening to your local community radio station, 88.3 Southern FM. And on the line, we have the uh, weekend's uh, VRPU Federation winner, Mr. Mick Doria. Hello, Mick. How are you? Congratulations on your fantastic win on the weekend. Thank you, Ivan, and thank you to your boys there. Yeah, they're Congratulations, here. Uh, Mick. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. I've got to say to you, I've got to say, look, I, mean, I know I won the Fed and everything, but you're winning the Fed every week. But what you're doing for the pigeon community and how you're promoting the sport and how it's all, you know, uh, charity work that you're doing to promote pigeon racing, I think you're really under a underrated person, Mr. Ivan, oh. and Joe. Oh, and but I, I don't, I, yeah, but Mick, you know, thank you very much for those kind words, but I don't do it to get praised. I do it because I really, in my heart, love this sport. It's in your heart, that's yeah. right. And that's, there's not many people like that, yeah. um, you know, and you're, you're promoting it all the time and people that don't have pigeons start to understand what pigeon racing is. Yeah. And, um, you know, you interview people and they get ideas and they think, shit, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, we've, anyway. picked up, we've picked up a few members from the radio program just by people flicking the radio and then listening to it and then they join up. Yeah, I have no doubt. Yeah. Can I just yeah. say, Mick, and to the listeners, uh, Mick's a gentleman, gentleman of the sport, uh, especially when the VPO, we, we organise things. We ring Mick and just, you know, hey, Mick, can you give us a hand or to do this? Mate, he's there like in a flash, you know. He did really well, you know, whenever we do a... Anything with the VPO, any functions, he's always there helping. And I just want to say, from all the VPO, we thank you so much. Yeah, no, look, and and again, like we look, I'm a worker and I like to help. Um, whether it's pigeon racing or anything like that, I you know, if you ring me, you need a hand. I'm there. I'll be the first one there. I it's from the heart. So and when it comes to pigeons, doesn't matter what organisation, you know, I like to put a hundred percent. And that's just who I am. Yeah. And that's what I, yeah, and, and like yeah. I was saying, the mic was playing up a little bit, so I apologise. Uh, Mike, yeah, from the VPO, we just want to say thank you very much. And, yeah, f- you know, for all your help and for everything you've done for us, and I'm sure you're going to help us in the future as well. Yeah, so thank yeah, you. Always, and always you've always help. jumped in in your own federation at the VPU, Mick. Oh, you're always doing something out. there. I always see I've you done, doing I've something. I've done a lot. I've done a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, Look, it's just like it's in our nature, yeah? It's like what you're doing now for the program. Yeah. You put in, we're, we're working class people. That's right. Anything that needs to be done, I put my hand up straight away and I do it. So I have done a lot for the union 
And um, anyone who needs a hand, Mick Dory is always ready. And he's very humble, Ivan. You know Mick. Yeah, yeah, know. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We just you talk about something, and oh, you know, he goes, "Yeah, I'll, I'll come down. I'll give you his hand." Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, he's cool. like that. He's very. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Anytime. So but anyway, let me ask you a couple of questions. Uh, so, how, how, how did you get into pigeon racing, and uh, when did you start? Okay, I reckon. Uh, I reckon I started pigeon racing when I was in my mother's womb. <laughs> um, because, yeah, honestly, I think with all us uh, pigeon fanciers, it's it's in our blood. So if you go back to when I was a kid, like when I seen a pigeon, to me it's like I seen Jesus, you know, like I used to get excited. And I didn't even know why myself, but uh-huh. it's in our blood. So we used to go to the um, the old Bormetta dances and weddings in those big town halls, yep. and there was always a pigeon up up in the corner somewhere crowing or had babies or something. And I'd be sitting there all, all night just watching it. I was fascinated. It's in so your blood. It's, it's hard for us to explain, and we all got it. <laughs> yeah. Michaela, yeah. so you've been racing for you've been racing for how many years? Well, racing now probably thirty five years, but around pigeon racing from when I was in high school. And so there, there was a club in Coburg. Yep, the Coburg Club where the old uh, there was Jackie Dean, Gordon Dengay. These blokes have been dead for years. And us kids, we used to go there and handle the birds and help them. We're fascinated, yeah? It's amazing. We're too young to race, but always uh, interested in always the pigeons. Always wanted to be know? around the birds. Now, now yeah. you've been racing 35 years. Now, you raced yeah. on the weekend, okay? Yeah. How much of a buzz do you get when you see your first bird come home? It's very hard to explain, but, you know, it's... Um, the adrenaline rush. Yeah, look, it's it's bigger than your wedding day, really, I think. <laughs> you know, no, no, know, comment, no comment, no you know, <laughs> comment. You know, when you hear the bells and you think, shit, what happened? Uh, when you see a pigeon come home from a race, um, yeah, the, the first thing the first thing you say, like, hurry up and come in. So if you get a good trap and the bird looks really, really tired, like it did on Saturday, you sort of get the feeling, I wonder if I've done well, but I had that feeling that the pigeon had put in. Yeah. So I got two, two sisters, just by coincidence. How good is and, that? And um, they they were worn out. So you could almost tell that they were in the leading batch. When you get a bird come home and it still wants to play, it's not as good. But going back to the feeling, like you're saying, yep, it's very hard to explain. It's like it's a big relief and it's just fascinating to see a bird come home. So those two birds, you said they were nest mates. What bloodline are they? Well, the bloodlines, the story on that one, The I've got a few Herman Coisters and Koopmans and stuff like that, but I had a, a young Herman cock, and I did a little job for Mr. Frank Valuda. We all know Frank Valuda, yeah? Sure do. Anyway, and he's got some Harrisons, and people have done well with these Harrisons crossed. So, I was, because we've made, so I said, look, don't worry about money, just give me a pigeon. And he gave me this Harrison hen, and... I paired it up to an inbred um, Herman Cloister. I took uh, two rounds. So I only got four out of them. And um, they were the two that I got. It was first round and second round sisters. That's awesome. So, yeah, it was it was a buzz. Because the thing is that, you know, even like everybody, for the last two years we haven't really had a chance to work out what all the new birds that we bought, what they what they can do, what they can't do, because we haven't raced. That's right. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And, and myself, me personally, I don't like racing two-year-old pigeons 
almost full stop. Mm-hmm. I don't mind keeping like 15 hens for the year after if they've raced and they've performed because, you know, they've got something yeah. to offer. Yes. And then on the early races, you know, through their experience and everything, and most times you pair them up and everything, they come more territorial, get them early. But we're racing un- unproven pigeons right now because because of COVID, you know, and that's caused a lot of problems. It has. Um, because you've got too many birds for one, and then also you've got stock birds that you haven't tried for basically three years. So I was happy that that, that one worked, you know what I mean? Exactly, which is good. Yeah, I was happy with that. Now, what do you do to motivate your pigeons, your race team? To motivate them, yeah. um, really, nothing much to motivate. I mean, I do, I do, I do train two, three days a week, <clears throat> and that's more just um, getting used to the unit and um, you know coming home, sort of thing, leaving the house and coming home. Um, okay. The the rest, I think, it's got to be the birds got to be territorial. I believe in that. I don't believe in tossing online. <clears throat> Some people believe if you toss online when the birds coming home from the race, you will say, oh yeah. There's Donnybrook. We'll do a left-hand turn here. We'll go back that way. They just, you know, and some people actually believe that. Yeah. I, I toss from the bottom. Yep. So, yeah, I toss from the bottom only because, for me, it's convenient because where I live, I just jump on Bell Street, hook onto the ring road, and, you know, it becomes less of a job. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. a little bit safer. There is falcons down the bottom. 100%. But it's a bit safer than going up top. If you go up top, you got you need more cover. And, um, yeah, it's more of a hassle. So, yeah. yeah. No, and they've right. got to fly. They've got to fly the loft, you know, on an average about 45 to an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, that's it. Motivation, I think the birds have got to have that that instinct. It's got to have that. The love for home. The love for home. Yeah. And um, a lot of these European pigeons are a bit more territorial. You know, they want they dominate very dominate, especially the cocks. If you get a good cock bird, you know, it's gonna yeah. be a fantastic pigeon because 100%. they just want to get home to the hen and control the loft, you know? So, yeah, That's the motivation. The right pigeons really. Yeah. And how how often would you medicate, Mick, your race team? Medicate is really how often do you get a headache and how often do you take a panadol? So there's no set rule to when you've got to medicate. You don't, you know, you read books and, and everyone, you can get 10 people together and you really got to be your own doctor. You've got to, you've got to look at your, your droppings. Your droppings will talk to you, right? If you're feeding properly and your droppings are good and the birds are doing at least like 45 to an hour, there is no need to medicate. To medicate is not going to lift your performance. If you're not flying well and you think I'm going to chuck in some Adoxy T or Triple X or whatever you want to put, mtrol or whatever, sometimes they go backwards. I believe they do. We've all done it through desperation, and then slowly, slowly you learn that take medication when the birds tell you they need it. So the droppings are probably one of the main keys for me. Like if I see a dropping that's not right, you know, then I've got to really start to look at the bird and say, right, what's going on here? And then, you know, and when with medication, it's whenever it's required. But I would say in the whole race season, maybe two to three times from the beginning to the end, but not in that order. It's just, it's random, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's no rules to that. They they tell you when to do it, um, and I don't think 
you have to do it all the time. So it's when you need it, you do it. If you do it, if you do it when you don't need it, you'll go backwards, and they can actually go, you know, can work against you. So that I believe you've got to be you've got to be your own doctor. Observation. You've got to analyze your backyard, and the better judge you are at that, the better pigeon fly you'll be. If you ask people that are not in your backyard, they could give you the honest opinion, but sometimes it doesn't work. That's you right. know what I mean. Exactly, they're just guessing. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's just say, like, uh, just give them three days of this or four days of that. You know, you've you got to be very switched on like that. That's very important, you know. And I have another uh, good friend of mine, um, Frank Pasquale, which you know too, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And he's very, very smart with stuff like that. And even when, um, you know, if I needed to medicate, I have a chat with him because he's smart with the um, – the amount of, um, if it's a doxycycline or whatever, he knows the, the grams that's in there and which one he recommends. And, and um, you know, with him we share ideas, and that's another thing that's very important, to have people that you can actually trust. Because it's a competitive sport, sometimes it's hard to, you know, to take a lot of advice because it won't be the right advice. That's right, you know, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you've got to be switched on. How would, how yeah. would you describe a fit pigeon, Mick? To me, a fit pigeon, uh, the first thing when I spot it, I spot it on the perch. Yep. Right? So you put them in a couple of small sections so they're all close to each other. And the ones that really stand out that are shiny, okay, they're, they're, they're sort of in form and they're, they're, they're spot on. So you pick that bird up. And with me, especially these races that we do now, I feed the birds very early, a light feed in the morning on basketing day. So when I pick up the bird, if it's got a bit too much food than what I reckon it should have in it, doesn't matter if it's shiny and if it looks bright in the eye, that goes into another section. But when I pick up the bird and it's like a, it's very buoyant, for the people that don't know what buoyant is, for the people that don't raise pigeons, it's like a paper bag full of air. It's really light in the hand. It's round. It's got plenty of body, not much food. That goes to a race. That's that's in race condition. You know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean, 100%. So you go for a one-by-one, one-by-one, and also as you pick up the bird, you check the flights. You know, you've yep. got to make sure that all the flights are right. Yeah. Because that's like an engine. And, um, yeah, go for all the procedures, and then they go in the basket. Yeah, beautiful. But, yeah, just the basic stuff, you know. Too much food on uh, on a Friday night basketing in the in the bird's crop. The bird's telling you, I'm not 100% fit. I ate too much. You know, I'm not really right for the race. But when you pick up the one that is sometimes, most of them have got no food. They're just a, just a little bit left um, and they're light in the weight, very silky, very buoyant. They go to the race. And then it's in God's hands after that. Then exactly. it's up to the bird too, exactly. yeah? Exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, yeah. Mick, what uh... – I know you've won a lot of feds and you've been racing, like you said, 35 years. Now, what was your most memorable moment in pigeon racing? Oh, that's a good question. There's so many, yeah. I know. There's so many, so just pick one. Yeah, no, no I, think, I think when you win your first fed. Yeah, go on. When was that? Yeah, I think when you win your first fed um, because you're always getting – I got a quite a few seconds. I think I had five seconds and then thirds and fourths. Yep. And just winning the fed – um, and getting all the um, the attention, you know, it was like it it, brought, it brings you to a different level, you know. And then all the the compliments you get and the phone calls and everything, 
uh, like I said, it's something that you don't forget. It's um, something you achieve. It takes years and years and years to win a Fed, you know. People still I mean, haven't won a Fed, man. Yeah, yeah, there is people that actually die of old age and never won a Fed. 100%. It can happen, you know. So, yeah, because they don't change their their feeding system or their routine. Sometimes, you know, you get used to doing one thing. could be your, your, one of your mates that the way he feeds and everything, so you do the same. And you're never going to go to a different level. You're going to stay at that same level. You still enjoy it. It's not always about winning the Fed, but when you do win that Fed, yeah, that's that's a moment, especially your first Fed, that stays in your mind. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Now, what? Just the last last thing, last question. Um, what advice would you give a new flyer? Good one. Yeah, a good flyer. All right. So what you do is, it, look, it's a competitive sport, so you don't believe everything you hear. Um, you've got to use your own common sense. That's very important, your own common sense. And you can talk to uh, people that are in your zone. If you're in Thomastown, you talk to someone in Thomastown. If you're in Willoughby, talk to them because they are in your zone and they'll have a different technique. If you're a long flyer, you've got one technique. If you're a short flyer, you've got another technique. So you've got to work out the people that are in your area. Yep. And you can ask 10 people the same question and – neither one's going to be the right answer because you have to work out what is the right answer to you. Very important that you do buy good birds yeah. and not every Ferrari is going to win the race because it needs a driver. That's exactly right. If you haven't right. got the right driver in that Ferrari, you can have 10 Ferraris at home and you'll never win a race. So there's a lot involved, but yeah, talk to people, use your own common sense Um the loft is very, very important. That's another major, major thing, and that comes with time. You know, you can't have the same loft as the guy across the road because it won't work in your backyard. You're facing in a different location. The sun comes up from a different place. You might need more sun. You might need less sun. You know, yeah, there's a lot of things, and it can't be taught in one year. It's gradually. Now, that's... Uh, but, Good answer, mate. Good answer. Yeah, but the main thing is that you enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. That's the most yeah. important thing. See the thing, birds come fun. home is the buzz of racing, yeah? Of course. You know? Of course. Yeah. And you're always a winner until you get the results. Exactly. So until you actually see the results, you know, from Friday night basketing to the whole schmozzle, it's fantastic. Yeah. Exactly. Mick, I just want to say, um, mate, thank you very much for... Uh, for all those uh, great answers on that, um, it's uh, been a pleasure yeah. talking to you. You're welcome, man. And you know what? Good luck for next week. Yeah. All right? I wish yeah, you could man. win it again. Do, do yeah, some... and you're all winners there too, boys. Oh, Trust me. Thanks, mate. Thank all right, you. keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you very much. We need people like that, mate. All right? People like us, like you yes. as well. Like people you. like Joe, yeah. no, Arnie, and Ivan. And, and yourself, Mick. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, and yourself. Yeah. Good luck with yeah. this week. All right, mate. Oh, thank all you, right. my boys. Take care. Thank all right, ciao. Yellow Drops is now available in Australia and distributed by Natural Pigeon Products. The authentic Yellow Drops is a product used by the great champions in pigeon racing for decades. They eliminate almost instantaneously, naturally, the fungi, trichomonas and bacteria existing in the upper digestive and respiratory system. To order your Yellow Drops now, call Natural Pigeon products on 035 or pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor. 
your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Taramid. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Which cancer kills more adults under 40 than any other? Brain cancer. Brain cancer can hit you or someone you love like a bolt from the blue. Together, we're tackling brain cancer head on. Buy a beanie online, organise your school, your team, your troop, your fire station, your squad, your crew, your cast or your workmates to hold a beanie for Brain Cancer Day. Buy a beanie online at Lowe's or selected IGA stores and register your Beanie Day fundraiser at markhughesfoundation.com.au. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Tune to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to the only and original Racing Pigeon Radio Show in the world, and I mean the original Pigeon Radio Australia. Now, on the line, direct from Tasmania, we have uh, Geoffrey Hennessy from the Tasmanian Pigeon uh, Federation. Welcome, Jeff. How are you? And welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia. Um, did you guys race uh, this weekend, Jeff? No, we, we start on the 23rd of July. It's 23rd of July, that's right. That, yep, that's right. So, uh, yeah. 
we, we only go down that path because we've tried it before earlier. Yeah. It don't work because of the, of the just the weather at that point. It uh, amazes me is these pigeons from Tasmania. Week in, week out, they constantly um, they constantly got across that water. To me, that, what, what champions? Hey, you know, like what breeds cross the water? Is it a certain breed or oh. you know, so? Do you guys have? Do you need long distance pigeons for that or what? You've got four major oceans going into Bass Strait, so mm-hmm. you've, the the weather's always the problem, mm-hmm. and the wind. Um, there's not too many birds that are going to front to Bass Strait any more than four or five times. People here like to use the Guja Priors and the Wickhams and that type of bird. They, they dabble with the Jansons from time to time and they condemn yeah. them. Okay. Um, they, well, they condemn them because they just haven't had enough of them. I think that's all there. The odds are against them when 90% of them are Gujas. I've spoken to you about this other guy that's got the Vandenbulks. They say the Euros won't fly the water. He's flying these Vandenbulks and absolutely wiping us. So... So the they, prejudice, the prejudice against the Euros hasn't was proven to be wrong. And this guy, when I say he creams us, he creams us. So they can do it? Yeah. Jeez. Now tell me, uh, Jeff, how did you get involved in pigeon racing? Uh, like most people, you know, I had them all my life. Had them all your life, yeah. yeah. Mm. Same. When, you, when, when, when you're uh, pairing your stock birds, do you pair like winners to winners or...? I don't get plenty of winners, bro. You're taking the piss out of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, you oh, do. Come on. I'm, I'm sure I'm you for, do. I'm forever, forever tweaking them, Joe. I, I don't know. You're always fiddling. Yeah. Probably too many stock birds as well. Yes. Look, yeah, you tend to fall in that trap sometimes, don't you? Because you, they do well and uh, you pull them out and you say, oh, I'm going to try this bird for stock next year. And next thing you know, from 20 pairs, you've got 25 pairs, 30 pairs, you know. Yeah, so, mm. yeah, you're right. So how, so how do you train you? How do you prep your birds? I've trained them every which way I can, mate. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't seem to find success. Okay. And yet the guy, the, the guy that I'm talking, I mean, most people want to toss line of sight, a line of flight, you know. That's that's dangerous. You're going to get falcons giving it to you. Yeah, true, true. Um, and nearly always a tailwind if it's line, line of flight. Yeah. However... This guy with the Vandenbalks that um, absolutely annihilates us. Yeah. He, to- he tosses the opposite direction. He tosses weakly into a headwind. Thing is, they're used to coming into a headwind. It's, he's only he's probably t- tossing 60 k's. It's as good as 120 into headwind each time. You're right, mate. You're and, right. Um, you know, what amazes me is um, people think they're fortunate if they, they get one or two home. Um and this guy can get nine, nine or ten on the drop, and they're within the trap in three seconds, and it's all wow. there for you. You can't argue it. Not only did I cut across that ward, Bass Strait, mate, he gets ten on the drop. How good is that? Mm. And he's That's done. He's done that more than. It is. I find it astounding, and he's well, done that more than. Have you heard of Jeff Huben? Yeah. Jeff Huben would not toss his birds in the tail wind. Never. Always really? head wind. Yep. There you go. So okay. there you are. Yeah. And that's why when we get these Hubans here, they're so good pigeons because that's the way they've been trained and bred. Yeah, well, they're going to muscle up different. I mean, if me and you are going to train from different angles and I'm tossing into a headwind, at the end of the training season, I'm going to have a lot better, stronger birds than yours. I've said to you, you I don't know whether you've told Ivan, but uh, a bloke 600 metres above sea level up at Ben Lomond in the back of nowhere, give me a black squeak, I still had down on it, I let it go. 
here, 60 k's away, back to his place the following morning. Never been out of the loft, mate. There you go. That is unreal. <laughs> there you go. That's unreal. Yeah. Now, Jeff, do you do you, got, do you medicate much or, or not really? Yeah. No, well, I, you try not to, and I haven't at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably send droppings off to get checked shortly. Um, but, oh, there's no need at this point. They're, they're training well. Yeah. But if I need to, I will because I've tried to go without and it hasn't worked for me. Having said that, the yeah. guy that, that's got the van and box, I've got his medication chart here. It's pretty straightforward. There's nothing to it. How on earth does he get 9 and 10 on the drop, mate? You know, <laughs> I can and, and so I've got his medication chart. I know exactly where he tosses. Now, there you go, Joe. I was tossing at the same yeah. place last year. Yep. I don't live that far from this guy. Yep. So I'm flying the same distance into the same headwinds and stuff. Can't do it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And when this, and, 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 and just to to confuse you more, yeah, that is when he, when he's done that and he's sent four or five McLeans, they're basically a Guja, right? Yep. He'll get, them, he'll get them together on the drop, but they'll be half an hour lower, uh, slower. Hey, this guy's all right. We've got to get this guy on, Joe. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, worry. I've said to Jeff. I said to Jeff. I said, "Yeah, he's going to ask him, and if uh, he wants to come on, we'll, we'll he, get him is on." Is he ever flown overseas, or is he just as an Australian flyer? Oh, uh, look, I think he's only flown here off air. And Joe would probably give you his name. You would know him. Okay. But there's a guy that's um, been through Europe, been through Belgium four or five times with a translator. Uh huh. He's okay. on these birds early. Yeah. He know he's 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 off the mark. You know. Now, there's, now, Jeff, do you use uh, nat- any natural products like uh, you know use honey, garlic, mm, apple cider honey. vinegar? Uh, you use all that stuff. Basically, the same stuff as you. But I've seen you in the past. You know, yes, the garlic and the cider vinegar. Yeah, yeah. But other than nothing, other than that, nothing else. And this guy that that cleans us up all the time. You know. Mm. <laughs> he, he locks his birds out like he's got falcons all around him. Oh, yeah. he look, he I've locks seen his that birds. system too. Have you? Yep. Once, yeah. once the traps open, they're in. Oh yeah, of course they would want them because you know, let me in, let me back to my home. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Business where they get spooked up and down all day and it makes for a, a, a different sort of muscle once again, doesn't it? They're, that's they're right. extremely, extremely fit doing that. That's right. That's true, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's the same as when we toss, like you know, like we toss headwind. The bird's got a different stroke to a when you're tossing into a, a, a tailwind. You know what I mean? Obviously, when you toss mm. into a tailwind, different, different stroke. Beat, yeah. You know. Yeah, they have right. to fight it, right? With a tailwind, they go up and they just sort glide. of glide. Yeah. No, they don't. What? No, no, no. They don't glide. What huh? I'm saying is, no, no. They're using a different swing stroke, so they're flapping quicker. Yeah? They don't glide. They're not gliders. They've got to fly, you know, their wing stroke is a lot quicker. So it's different. Yeah, but, the, different yeah, but the wind is pushing them. I know, but they're good you know, at flapping well, the wing a lot quicker. Yeah, I'm That's talking the about difference. Zing, so That's the difference with, between a headwind, mm. with a headwind. Well, most of your races uh, would be um, across that bass stray. You would cop a lot of headwinds, wouldn't you? No. No? no? It's more tailwinds, is it? It'd be northwesterlies, okay. um, you know. But, yeah, Okay. And we started our tone, and we got our four-hour tones, and we start gradually getting back to we get back to about nine hundred and fifty k's or something. You know, mm. the, the the fog makes a difference to the birds. You get you can get the wind. That's one thing. Mm. Never, I'm not interested in at all. We don't see them again. 
it's already hard enough racing in Tasmania. Oh, right? yeah, it's hard yeah. enough crossing the water week in, week out. Then they're going to mm. contend with uh, the Queen of the Sky, you know. <laughs> So, geez, tough pigeons. You guys have got tough birds. I just he, he's he's got he's got the heron sound. I think it's one of the early guys to bring in the van loons. You know, I've got to question my my birds now because I've got all that long stuff and I just can't compete with him at all. Have you tried? Have you tried the? the I mean, Not really. obviously, obviously, he he tells you everything and he doesn't hold anything back. Which I I think. What a top bloke, you know what I mean? He's not, oh, he's he's not, not, yeah, but he's been at it all his life. He just doesn't, you know, it's, it's just, he doesn't know any different. Yeah, but what I'm saying is he's told you what lines of birds he's got. Have you tried them lines or maybe? Not yet, not, not yet. No, no, yeah, well, I, mean, I mean, they're lining up, you know, they're $1,500 to buy anyway, you oh, know. Oh, no, 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 that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're in fashion, Joe. Oh, yeah. God. They're the fashionable ones now. Yeah, geez. Oh, yeah, they can charge a fortune for birds, can't they? But then again, Joe, uh, they're, they're winning right around the world. I see Josh Stone won, won a big race, 40,000 pigeons with a dirty old van and bulk, you know. Mm. That's but, true. Uh, That's true. As we, as we was talking earlier about we, most people have too many stock birds, that van and bulk himself, he, he had a lot of winners and mm. he cut them all. He, based around three Harrimans and a Coolman, done a lot of winning. And then he cut them back to think to, to, to six pair. He just cut them back to six pair, and he bred all around them. So when you buy, when you get that sort of stuff, it's inbred to six birds. There's, there's no rubbish really in the pedigree. Yeah, smart man, smart man. Now I've got a couple more questions before we go, mate. Just two more. Right. I want to ask you: uh, Where do you see pigeon racing in ten years? Here, it's not going to be looking good, Joe. I mean, the fuel's doubled in price in the last six months. Well, it's the same here, mate. You know, it makes it difficult for people to toss. Yeah, I don't know, mate. Uh, I often wonder, and I, I just don't know. Mm. Well, let's hope it grows uh, grows and just keeps growing slowly and steady. You know? Anyway, we're getting electric cars, I reckon. Oh, electric cars. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. We're, um, we'll get solar panels yeah. so we don't have to charge them. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to uh, be one loft? What, what do you think? Is it going to be one loft racing? Well, look, no, I hope not. That's, I don't no, think. No. Look, I, I really look. All, all credit to the guys that run these one loft races, but I prefer to sit in my backyard with the barbecue yeah. going and waiting for my birds. Sitting with the missus, yeah. you know, sitting with your wife or your son or your you kids. Know, I, you know, I'm not knocking the one loft races. Yeah. You, you know, a lot of people yeah. like going into one loft races and. But, you know, you're in one loft and you're getting trained by one person and mm. every trainer and every pigeon's different. Like last year, we had a season from um, the quarter few races from King Island on a Wednesday. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Like I've got an old mate comes around here, we get out there the chocolates and the coffee and stuff and wait for them. It's a lot of fun because you're going to get them in four course. hours. Exactly. How, that's a buzz. Well, that's what I did, you know. Yeah. I made chabapis and then... I would find you, I would have came. <laughs> I wouldn't have cared about the clock, bird. <laughs> Mate, when you talk food, forget about... Yeah, yeah, I can see, I can see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking good too, Ivan. You're looking good too. Your mirror doesn't, your mirror doesn't lie, trust me. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tony, there, like me. Tony's buttons are popping, see? Mm. So what, just uh, last question for you, mate. Just what advice would you give a new flyer? <laughs> Uh, go and have a chat to my mate that's... <laughs> He's kicking my ass. 
Yeah, yeah, I did tear the bloke's name, didn't I? But I don't want to mention him on air because he may not want all this publicity, see? Fair but, call, fair um, call. But do ask him, do ask him if he'd like to come Yeah, we'll, we'll have him on yeah, as a guest. Do ask That'd him be nice. and uh, if he wants to, yeah, you let me know and we'll have a chat and we'll get him on. He fascinates me. He can be talking about Red Voss or something, you know, a, a, a well-beaten Steph Van Reet. I heard that bird, Jeffrey. That was in such and such as loft. Mm. He's, he handled it. But he doesn't want to tell you any more. He doesn't want to talk about it. You see. He, 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 he's not bragging by any means. Listen, Jeff, before we go, I want to ask you, would you like to be the Tasmania correspondent to do the results no. this weekend? I'll help you out for a while. I don't know whether I'll do it forever, but I'll help you out this year. Right. You're a champion, mate. Yeah, this Thanks year will be much. great. And then if uh, you enjoy it, which you will, because, uh, mate, I won't guarantee you will enjoy it, <laughs> you, you can continue. But, yeah, we'll just play by you. I don't get the information like you do, use guys do on the day. We all them races across Melbourne from Melbourne are two day races, oh, so gotcha. I don't get the the results of probably. Oh, that's all right. Well, you know, we could do it every fortnight or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, look, it's uh, it's it won't be that difficult. Mm. Ah, we'll work it out. Good on you, Jeff. Mm. You're a champion, mate. Thank you very much for uh, uh, for the chat. And uh, yeah, like I said, we'll. Uh, when you start in the what was it the twenty twenty third twenty twenty third. You're right, four hour, four hour Tona straight up. Yeah, 23rd. So you're from Altona. Do you know whereabouts in yeah, Altona? Yeah, and film it. Yeah, I'll yeah. film it. I'll mm. film it. I'll talk to the guys and oh, film okay. it and put it on picture fancies or something. Do you know where they they released? Where they released? Where they li- liberate them from in Altona? No, Is it on the beach? I don't. Or... I, I, I don't. Mm. I'd say it'd be on the beach. Yeah, it ain't yeah. on the beach. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Mm. Yeah, I'll find it. Altona mm. Beach. I'll find it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend, you have a take care. Okay. And we'll, we'll talk again soon, all right? Take care. You too, mate. Cheers. Right. And like always, we've run out of time here on Pigeon Radio Australia again, and they told me that I wouldn't be able to do a two-hour show on pigeons. I think I need another two hours. What do you reckon? I cannot believe it. Mate, it's just full on. Full on. Yeah. Well, what a show. Yeah, no, what we've a had show. a good show. All right, so we better say goodbye quickly because it's, uh, yeah, um, we haven't got much time left. So it's goodbye from me, Ivan Fonte, and it's goodbye to you, Tony Barbara. Yeah, goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, all the listeners. Goodbye to everybody around the world. And goodbye to our friend, Joe. <laughs> he always does that. Goodbye to our friend, Joe. Goodbye, Ivan, and goodbye, Mr. Tony. And uh, well, I'll see you next week. Next week. Next week here on Pigeon Radio Australia. Cheerio, people. Man in jet.